0: You're listening to Payments Innovation, a podcast dedicated to helping business leaders navigate today's global digital economy. Looking to learn about the latest innovations within fintech and payments? You've come to the right place. Let's get into the show.
1: Hello, and welcome to today's issue of the Payments Innovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Titorini, and today, very excited to have in-person, for the first time, I think, with our first in-person podcast recording, Nick Davis of InstaJet. Nick. Are you?
0: Good. Good morning to you James and thanks for inviting me. Yeah, really, really good. Real.
1: So let's let's begin, Nick. Who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? <laughs> it's an exciting one today. I'm very excited to have Nick in. We've been talking for a long time, but I think our listeners are going to really enjoy what Nick does and what the company does. So please cool. tell us all about it. Yeah.
0: So I'm uh, Nick Davis and I run a company called InstaJet. InstaJet is a new uh, energy platform that basically crosses the, the worldwide marketplace. Of private jets, and what you're able to do is get an instant uh, guaranteed price with an app uh, without registration. Just download the app from either of the app stores. Plumb in any route, gives you five categories of aircraft to go anywhere in the world.
1: And it gives you an instant reservation price. It's not a quote. Book it, and you're away. Private jets. Private what, jets. what a world! So, what's your what's your background, Nick? Like, how did you get into uh, so
0: I've been flying all my life. So I started in the cadets when I was kind of 12 years old. Went to the gliders when I was 16. Was an instructor by the time I was 17. Did my BPL when I was 18. Uh, then joined the Army Air Corps. So which was actually a brilliant British Army. Um, was with uh, gazelles, helicopters, Germany. Uh, got the first Gulf War, stuff like that. Then came out, finished that um, after you know a good few years. <laughs> yeah, uh, and some exciting times and um, yeah, and, and then moved into the sub-aviation side, so started with a uh, company called Britain Norman on the Isle of Light uh, manufacturing, then uh, managed to uh, get a job as the Head of Aviation for Sunseeker, a nice. super yacht manufacturer. Super yachts and private jets, it's been a yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: it's, it's quite <laughs> interesting.
0: So yeah, and then it was really, import- really, really, really fortunate to um, be invited to help Uh, Mm NetJets, when Richard and Ben Santulli ended, helped them come to Europe with the Sunseeker database. So that was super successful. So I was kind of one of the only people that that started the uh, jet card industry via NetJets with, at the same time, Kenny Dicto, obviously, then started uh, the Marquee Jet Card, which yep. was, you know, the, the shares. So, and and really, I've just, you know, I've never been out of aviation, wrote this program uh, back in 2015 for the, the design of the app, but the timing wasn't right. And then, literally, I finished uh, flying and working for the UN last year. So the start of COVID, it's like, right, let's, let's get it done. So dusted it off, went to the developers, got the
1: platform out there, and it's going great. So I'm getting a lot of good feedback. So interesting timing there. You mentioned that the start of COVID was the time you thought, right, this is the time to launch uh, you know, a private jet marketplace. Okay. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about because I think a lot of our listeners and viewers, we go, Seems a bit uh, a bit odd given yeah. that you know flights were grounded, etc. Why did you think that that was the time? And can you talk to us a little bit about what I suppose the industry has looked like over the last what feels like forever, but 18, 24 months? Yeah, I think uh,
0: basically the private jets have always, you know, typically that the, they've had a bad name in, in as much as everyone kind of goes, oh what well, it's only for the rich and famous for rock stars and gazillionaires. And it's not, you know, business aviation, particularly in the financial sector, is Massively important. The scheduling, and the you know the cost implications when it's shared between deal teams, M and A teams, you know anybody moving around, doing road shows, going to visit clients. So it's super secure. They all depart from private jet terminals. So the, the amount of touch points in uh, kind
1: of private aviation, let's say, is is half a dozen. So far, safer in terms of you know, from a virology point of view, you know, than going through terminal five Heathrow, for example. Absolutely, because it, you know, everyone sort of says, okay, you know,
0: PCR test. All of the all of the standard mm. you know kind of rules and protocols apply. So you know, most people are still you know jabbed, masked, everything else. But when you walk, when your car drops you off right outside your yeah. hyper jet terminal, and from you getting out of the car to being in the terminal, it's you yeah. know, you're just walking through your aircraft, you can see through the window and the crew is waiting for you there. So that whole transition can be less than two to three minutes between getting out of the car and getting in the aircraft. And obviously, the way that, that we run it is, you know, the, the, the first officer or the captain would be in there spooling out the engine as you put first step on the airstair we're starting the engines.
1: So that just time difference in terms of, as you say, from getting to airport to leaving and touch points are just far fewer. So currently glad if you're listening, that is a great way for us to start traveling. Um, Okay, interesting. So, you know, start of COVID, looked at this, built it out, you know, what's the kind of reaction been from the, the market so far? So the market for, uh, so far, all the reaction we've had is, oh my good, this is just so simple. Yeah.
0: Most of the other apps that are out there, um, whether they're for jet cards or for something else, are a quoting basis. Yes. So it's flights, this is the approximate quote, yeah. you then have to go and find and ensure availability and the, you know, the crew with the aircraft, blah, 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 we do away with all of that. Yeah. So we give a, a guaranteed fixed price. And it is slightly higher than the cheapest that you can find in the marketplace if you want to go to a broker, because obviously that's traditionally how the market is operated. It's a broker operation. You have the owners that typically own the jets. Yeah. They're given to an operator who holds the necessary regulatory license yeah. for the aircraft to operate, uh, pays the owner for each hour that they manage to use the aircraft goes out to the broker Market, and this kind of almost dark, murky, opaque, every other word I can kind of...
1: <laughs> Don't use some of the
0: words. No, I, I won't use yeah. some of them. So, so, so yeah, there, there, is, there is a kind of, I suppose, it, it's a hidden... It's a bit like, I think, probably in the football industry and all the sports industry with 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 agents and managers and, and stuff like that. And we, we don't want anything really to do with that. I mean, I've been in this business for 30 years and the amount of money that a lot of the brokers make, it's it's obscene. Yeah. Some of it's more than the value of the aircraft, uh, of the trip that the aircraft is doing. Wow. And that's just not right because that doesn't. Help people. And it doesn't make for a good experience
1: for you to recommend and bring more people in. in. So it's about transparency, an element that, that you're trying to bring to the, to the yeah. industry that may not be there right now. Absolutely, and, and and it isn't. You know, and this
0: is a very difficult industry to change. Yeah. But technology's taken over the world, yeah. and we have obviously been forced in the kind of you know pandemic, which is obviously now endemic to get ourselves into a position where we've had to accelerate technology yeah. and the use of it, and it's now much more acceptable. Yeah. So actually, when you when you look at it, and certainly from our industry, there aren't no spare aircraft left, mm. particularly in the USA. So the American market, and we're just about to launch quite hard into the American market in Q1, it, it's there are not many aircraft left. So you've got to be really savvy about finding capacity, and that's really where we're where yeah charting in a bit of a different path in regards to we've got the platform and then we'll be looking at doing our, our routes
1: so which is a fixed city pairs on the high density routes so that's super interesting because something you've mentioned there that in terms of technology becoming far more acceptable now and it is a very fun game if you know we will ask everyone to download the app it's a very fun game for yeah. those of us that have never traveled in a private jet Go, well, how much have I wanted to go to Nice absolutely. for the weekend absolutely but you know and to go to Nice for the weekend for example might be £15,000, right? Yeah. It's probably about, you know, a benchmark. Yeah. Do you think that there is now that acceptance that actually people will go on to an app and spend £15,000? You know, that, or they will book that flight through technology, whereas you mentioned in the past, it's kind of much more, I suppose, relationship driven or you know you have to pick up a phone to talk to someone to book it. Yeah, I think the the, the bit that we're undoing
0: and and, and making hopefully it's called it sort of quite sticky is that you're able to instantly reserve a jet. Yeah. So you're not paying through through the app because the first thing we're going to do is is ensure that the humans and our professionals that are in the ops room, you know, right. back on the island, that these guys who are experts will find you the right aircraft. Yeah. Um and more importantly, we want you to have the best experience. yeah so it's there has to be the human element. So it's technology yes. plus human element brings that experience absolutely. Together. so so it's it's you make an uh, an informed and you know you make your own kind of decision. Based on the pricing that you see before you speak to anybody. Yeah. And if you just hit the button and go, yeah, reserve that, and I want to book that flight, no problem at all. Yeah. First thing that we're going to do is pick up the phone to you after you've done that and go, and, right, have you phoned before? Yeah. You know, just want to check that, you know, you, you haven't booked a very light jet and you're four rugby players. <laughs> Because you know, actually, you might need to go for a bigger aircraft, yeah. Um, you know, or if you know, I'm Marcos is coming with you know, uh, kind of you know, all the shoes, yeah, <laughs> then you know, we need to make sure that you've got the right aircraft. So it's a, it's a super quick chat just to go right, just confirm yeah. the details, met the people, who's going, have you flown before, yeah, and then it just becomes seamless. So, and that then really leads on to the payment
1: side, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And you've mentioned before, you know, obviously we've we've been speaking for a long time, but you've mentioned before the kind of talking about the payment side here. You know, what does that previously look like? What are you looking to change here? I know there's, again, we talked about the elements of transparency as well. You know, I imagine speed and timing of payment are quite important in this world.
0: Yeah, so we've got a good, kind of there's, there's, um, there's at least half a dozen to a dozen private jet operators with their own aircraft in the UK, yep. but because of the way that European airspace works and uh, we're all operating on the, the same kind of operating certificate for the aircraft, then we draw a lot of European operators yep. that operate flights. So, and if we're doing, let's say, you know, either New York to London or London to New York, they might want to pay in dollars. Yeah. They might want to pay in Euros, they might want to pay in Swiss francs. Yeah. Well, if you just have your standard brokerage and you're doing it through the normal banking system and you might have your currency accounts, but I guarantee you, for the price that for, for what you get from the customer, there is always currency involved yeah. in aviation, you know, cross-border irrespective. There is a huge problem in regards to the timing. Yeah. Um, through the banking, through the working days,
1: and there is nobody in the world that will move a jet for you to come and pick you up
0: unless they've been paid.
1: So that's an interesting point there. So you know, in practical terms, what that means is. You may have paid for that jet, or you may have thought you paid for that jet, but if that jet operator isn't seeing those funds land in their account, then Take you're over. not going to New York. You're not going to Paris. <laughs>
0: no. Yeah. no.
1: And has that actually happened? Is that a, you know, a case where people oh. are sitting there going... So
0: many times. So many times. And, th- and then you get people you know, that, that basically call up, say, well, here's my credit card, and they'll do it on a Friday afternoon. And you don't have an account with them
1: or oh. uh, you don't have any capability. Or you're also probably paying 3% on a credit card charge on a $15,000, 25000 flight or whatever that will be as well. How do the brokers
0: effectively get that money in Where it's not even you know cleared funds into them, and then pay for an aircraft. So then the broker then takes the risk and everything else. So it's it's an incredibly complex. The variables the variables are huge. So the cross border you know side the cost if you're not doing enough volume, and then really the the kind of transparency and the ability for you to see. The, the ability for you to give confirmation to the operator when that when those funds are going to drop in or having the relationship with them where
1: they can, they can go, yeah, Nick, we trust you, yeah. that's fine. Off you go. Interesting. And I imagine, you know, in terms of, I and mean, maybe this is a fair, an unfair kind of assessment, but I imagine potentially the types of people you're dealing with who are paying, well, I suppose for anyone, if they're paying £50,000 for, for a jet and they turn up and that jet isn't leaving, then you're probably not going to get that custom back again, are you? Well, no. You know, no. that is probably one of the worst customer experiences you could have. Absolutely. Also,
0: what does happen a lot, particularly in a restricted capacity marketplace, when there's not enough aircraft out there, is that you thought... You had a nice spanky yeah. kind of stand-up cabin, mid-size or super mid size jet, and they call you up an hour before the departure and go, sorry, it's broken. We've only got a Ford Fiesta that can take you, you know, a little tiny BLJ. Yeah. And so the experience, and then trying to unwind the <sighs> kind of financial implications for
1: that are, are just horrendous. Sorry. So if we bring it back to, to sort of present day, you know, in terms of what Instajet are trying to do, particularly on the payment side, obviously that's what Currency Cloud and Instajet are working together to do. What do you think you can do? You know, and again, this isn't a pitch for currency cloud, but what do you think you can now do that will kind of eradicate some of those issues? You know, we've talked a little bit about payment tracking and obviously we're working together and um, to utilize Swift GPI payment tracking, but is it mostly about the transparency? Is it about you know speed of payments? Is that kind of still the the thing that you think is going to, outside of the technology side of things, make you guys sort of stand apart from the rest? Yeah, so we need to, obviously I'm, I
0: want to build a business to so it's, it's purchased in the future and we need to have a really robust, you know, transparent financial kind of KYC, AML side. Yeah. Really important because we are dealing with people from all over the globe, from every nationality. And we need to have a process that allows and a an system that is kind of all of the right people are doing the right things. You know, we are experts in private jets and, you know, and we're focusing on technology. We are not experts in financial banking regulatory matters. So that side we need to ensure is, is, is right. We need basically to align ourselves. With companies like you know, yeah. currency cloud, purely to make sure that it makes our job super easy. And obviously, you know, you onboard our customers, yeah. then obviously they get their own account, they just fund that, and then we can spit that out to an operator who we then obviously have an account. There's full transparency, there's full visibility, there's FX built into it. It, it's it's seamless. and it, it leaves you to focus on the people. bits that you're that you're experts in, yeah. right? So for us, obviously, taking away that headache and not having that headache there, and it being simple allows us to focus on the customer experience. More importantly for us, because when none of us are sales, we're all aviation yeah. professionals from the cockpit or from uh, what we call OCC, which is uh, basically our, our operational kind of uh, control room. So, we're looking at the weather, we're looking at, at yeah. what's going to happen. We're always trying to be ahead of the aircraft, ahead of the trip. We're making sure that the aircraft that is meant to be coming into Farnborough or Paris to pick up that customer has, has left Ibiza on time or wherever it's coming from. Just staying one step ahead of everything that's Absolutely. happening for that night. We're looking at the weather, we're looking to make sure there's fuel, we're making sure there's no security issues, we're making sure the FBO has got ramp space. Yeah. There's so much involved because. We need that customer experience to be that when they rock up at the private jet terminal, it, it's just seamless. Yeah, and
1: and they're up and away and gone. And as you say, the variables that are in you know involved in that, the more that you can take away from that person. So when they step up, you know, step up onto that plane, it's yeah. all taken care of. Yeah. And so, you know, we talked about the past. We've kind of talked about where the industry was. We're we're talking about, you know, the last sort of two years and and what we've seen. Talk to me a little bit about the the future. You know, what do you think, I suppose, you know, we talked about InstaJet's plans, but I think what, again, this is a world that, that I certainly had very little idea of and you know kind of had a a, I was going to say a crash course but that's a terrible (laughs) terrible phrase to use but you know a real education over the period of time we've been working together but what do you think the future holds for for private aviation over the next couple of years are any trends that again I think people should again look out for is an odd phrase but but that you see coming down there? The pipe. Yeah, so I think there's there is a lot of trends. The 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 pandemic caught out the whole business aviation
0: industry a little bit on the back foot because we 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 basically in Europe it's not so bad, but in America we've run out of aircraft. <laughs> yeah, and that is something that really will focus people's minds in regards to the programs that they're using. I think that the growth opportunity. I, oh, sorry. The easiest thing for me to say there is I think we're at the new base level. We're at the new kind of ground zero private aviation and it's only going to get busier yeah. because everybody that's come into it from the airlines yeah all of the feedback that we're getting is that the people are traveling less but when they do travel they are traveling much more for kind of visiting friends and family yeah. there is certainly some some corporates coming back but because of the 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 kind of acceptance of the zoom teams yeah. on all of the yeah. kind of technology side now we're, we're, we've got far more companies that are going, you're not ever, as CEO or as director level, you're never going on a commercial airline again. Yeah. If, if you need to go and see a customer, or we need to go and sit, do something for, for the safety and welfare yeah. of people. Because what you can't control is the crowds in the terminal yeah. and the customs line. You can control it on the aircraft, yeah. control
1: yourself. You can't control everybody else. You're mm-hmm. at the mercy of everything else. So again, you're just adding those variables back into play that we talked Absolutely. So you know, if, if you walk into the
0: table and you think, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be safe myself, I'll hold back and slow the line. You know, I'll stand at the back of the line. And a few other people do that. That means the aircraft doesn't depart oh, on time. <laughs> you're spending longer in that environment. So right. so it's it. We yeah, what we're finding is corporates are coming back. Huge amounts of friends and family. Lots of families clubbing together to go. Yeah actually we need to do this let's let's have the meetings or let's we go skiing or if we're going on uh, down to a villa or we're going to the yacht then actually let's go as family let's take the big jet and let's all go as a one in our own little bubble in the
1: aircraft and that's 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 been very popular do, do you think and again this is just a complete hypothesis that where people haven't been able to travel over the last couple of years do you think there's a world where people say well you know we've talked about kind of the clubbing together the safety elements do you think there's a world where people also who probably never entertained the idea of a of a a private jet in the past who you know might have been sort of on the cusps of being able to but go do you know what i want to make the most of this travel now i i'm quite happy to happy to spend that couple of thousand pounds more than it would have been maybe for a first class ticket or whatever because actually Want to make the most of that experience? Do you think you'll see more, I suppose, newcomers to this world over the next couple of years? Yeah. So about 30% of our business currently is newcomers to oh, the wow.
0: marketplace. Interesting. And yeah. traditionally, you would only expect somewhere between kind of 10 to 15% newcomers per season. So it's it's a it's a massive growth. I think that as it becomes a, a bit more visible, and I think once the you know, obviously we get a huge amount of, of flack for the environmental yeah. side. You know, and uh, just for clarity, we plant a tree for every single trip. Yeah. So uh, it's a silver maple tree because of the sequestration that uh, of, of carbon that those trees give you. So it, it's, I think that we're going to see more growth, what we've built into the platform and the whole reason why I've made it so accessible mm-hmm. is that when you download it from the store, you don't need to trust you, you don't need to tell me who you are. I didn't ask for any details. And you can find out exactly how much it's going to cost on a guaranteed price in the app in the private of your own home. Yeah. And you can
1: ring and There's up. no kind of intimidation, there's no no intimidation, there's no nothing. You know, there's no, you know, I've had that before where I've sometimes walked into a yeah, you know, an odd comparison where I've walked into a shop mm-hmm. that's exceptionally expensive place and you have that sudden like, Yeah, oh, I'm not sure I kind of quite belong here yeah. <laughs> And that's weird to feel in Primark, but um, <laughs> but you know, it's, I can imagine that's exactly the same, right? If You're calling up a broker for the first time. It, you don't really know how to, you know, engage in or questions to ask. If people are going to think I'm silly, you know. So being able to bring that, as you say, to the the comfort and sort of safety of people's own home, and that's that's important. And maybe it's the world's smallest violin problem here, where you know, but
0: it's important. But the 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 people that we're certainly seeing, I think now anybody, you know, liquidity wise. Any, anybody with liquidity and assets, you know, over a million, they're looking at private aviation. And you don't always have to have a jet. You know, there are small aircraft. Yeah. People are using helicopters, yeah. you know, urban. We've got their EV tolls that are going to be coming, you know, the drones, the flying cars. They're all coming in the next 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, admittedly, they're primarily going to be kind of downtown to the airport. Go mm-hmm. and get on the plane. And I can see a good utilization for those. But I I think it's much more acceptable. I think technology and the aircraft manufacturers, particularly Textron, they're they're just Mm. about to to bring out, they're just on the first flight, literally in the last week, of their new uh, Denali single-engine turbine. Um, And the engine's made by GE, and it burns 30% less fuel than its predecessor. Mm. And it's, you know, some of the parts 3D printed. uh, Technology in sustainable aviation fuel, really i think for us and and you know we're also getting into this point we're going to need to kind of start educating people to go yes there are airlines you could go on easyjet and you can pay 20 quid or you know whatever else but they're now every all of the airlines are having to rejig their cabin configurations because they're now f- focusing more on the leisure on yeah. what we call the vfr travel the visiting friends and relatives because the business and first has gone. Yeah. That's moved to us. Interesting. So I would hope in the future that even some of the airlines look, I mean, we've got Qatar that have got their own private jet fleet. Interesting. But I think there's going to be a period over the next couple of years when even some airlines kind of go, we, we can't just let our database of business and first tra- travelers just disappear to yeah. the private jet industry and not have our foot in the door. And that's not about them running, obviously, on scheduled routes. Mm-hmm certainly on some of the prime city pairs where they can offer an innovative experience that is environmentally friendly and sustainable and gives the corporates what, what they need you know, for safety and security as well.
1: So, something you've touched on a little bit there that I want to dive into in a little bit more detail because we've, we've kind of skirted, skirted around it. But, but is that question of sustainability? Yeah. Because you've talked about what what InstaJet are doing. You've talked about kind of what some of the manufacturers are doing. But there will be people going like, really? You know, we we know that climate change is a huge issue. We know that aviation travel is you know is a cause of that, or you know, is a contributing factor yeah. somewhat. Yeah. What do you think? I suppose you, you know, keeping it. To, to three, like, what do you think are the three things that you're going to see over the next ten to twenty years that will hopefully make this more sustainable, or is this always going to be a challenge that we're going to need to address in in aviation? Yeah, I mean, certainly, the education piece is to what benefits you know the industry
0: brings. Uh, so, business aviation, private aviation. You know, I prefer to call it business aviation because typically the people that can afford it are running big businesses, yeah. they're employing thousands of people. We are a major contributor to the whole supply chain and jobs and everything to do with kind of really accelerating and having better kind of prospects, I think, yeah. for industry at large. You've got to remember that the typically the people that are using them, they employ lots and lots yeah. and lots of people, thousands of people, millions of people and you can't really expect somebody with the same amount of time as you and me in the day to drive to an airport, to get dropped off, to go through the hassle. One of our biggest issues currently for the airline industry, and it's really worrying, so did you know that the Federal Aviation Authority, they've issued over a million dollars in fines for unruly passengers since the pandemic started. Really? This year,
1: wow, since the 1st of January. This year. And is that mask mandates, all of that kind of thing that people are aggression, violence, yeah. abuse, non mask delays? Wow.
0: It's like when you're finding individual passengers and banning them from airlines because the stress that yeah. everybody is going through. So, you know, it's how can we work the stress out of the system, educate people as to the benefits of the system. Yeah. But you know, allow really. I think the the right uh, kind of you know technology and environmental you know kind of new new items coming in and new engines coming in and new fuel coming in, actually let us use that and demonstrate it. Don't just
1: ridicule us and yeah. say that you know it's only for rich people because it's not. So great. So look, I think. That was a really great kind of, a, I think as I say, this is a world that I knew nothing about. And I think, you know, listening to the past, listening to kind of exactly those those points you just raised about this isn't just a thing that people see on succession, but you know, it's it's actually particularly for business. It's a really valuable proposition. You know, we talked about the future for InstaJet, but where can people find InstaJet? Again, my favorite thing in the world is sitting and trying to play the guessing game with my wife of how much like, you know, a weekend in uh, New York's going to cost us in a super light jet versus a large yeah. jet. But talk about where people can find you, about where people want to play that game or if they do want to get involved and be one of those 30% of newcomers. Yeah. In. How can they find you? Yeah, so uh, the apps are in uh, Google Play and the uh, App Store. So just search for InstaJet
0: um, or go onto our website instajet.aero and have a look and uh, download the root card. So pick up the phone to us, download the app, have a play with it. So the other interesting thing in the app, just to finish off, mm. is that we've got the referral system in. Yes. So you can register as a referrer, and if you refer people, you get cash back so and uh, everybody likes a little bit of bounce in their pound in their back <laughs> pocket so you know kind of kind of why not so if you introduce someone that uh, you know uses or charters jets and uh, they, they you recommend them and send them the qr code and they
1: they scan it and register then yeah you get a reward so brilliant well nick thank you very much always a pleasure i hope that's been super educational because i know it has been for me um, and until next time on the payments innovation podcast see you very soon thanks a lot
0: You've been listening to the Payments Innovation Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe now on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening. Until next time.